him. They want to tell people about him so that you can't beat it out of them. They're going to stay with it no matter what. We see their sentence, their beat. Then there's a command. And the Bible said there that after they beat them, they commanded in verse 40 that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. I want to preach on this thought tonight. I want to preach just a little while longer on they ceased not. (laughs) They ceased not. I hope that can be said about us. We cease not. Look what the Bible said. The Bible said, And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. I want you to notice tonight the sweetness of their suffering. (laughs) This is mind-blowing to me. I don't know. I was trying to think through it today. I'm not sure exactly what I would have done if I'd have been in that place and had just received the beating. I don't know if they put their outer garments back on. If they did, they would no doubt would have gotten blotted with blood and the blood would have clotted to the garment and it would have been agony again when they got back home to take it off. I don't know if they draped it over their shoulders, if they carried it in their arm. But whatever the scene is, here's a 12 beaten and bloodied men. They've been standing for God. Living for the Savior. Now they've been sent out and they're walking back down the road. The modern day Baptist would have been on the phone with the Christian Law Association and say, I want you to get up here right now. We've been mistreated and I mean something terrible. Maybe they the modern day Baptist that got on Facebook and said, I just don't understand. Cry face, cry face. Why? I have to face all this. Cry face, cry face. It's like God don't even hear me anymore. But not these men. I see one of them as they speak up. And they say, you know, what we went through right there was bad. But really we ought to rejoice because not everybody gets to suffer like we did for Jesus. (laughs) Not everybody got to do what we got to do tonight. Not everybody gets the honor. Not everybody's counted worthy of suffering for the Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, I can count on one hand the men that I've known over the years that made the devil mad enough to really face a lot of persecution and suffering. A lot of times the trouble is suffering and persecution comes and it don't take very much. And we quit. Spooks us, scares us. We'll quit. That was proven this last year. And government said all they had to do is get quit having church out their mouth. And we all said, hey, man, you're right. Not all of us, but a lot did. So there's this thread of persecution, just a thread of it. Keeps a lot of the modern Christians. But I'm glad there's still Christians on this planet right now in 2021 that have not been made a bunch of pansies by being Americanized like we've been. Over in Afghanistan, the underground church was faced with the option, go back and put your, put your garb on, serve Allah and be a Muslim or stay with God and get gunned down. They said, hand me a songbook, let's sing Amazing Grace one last time. We'll just stay with it. 
scared, even if we get gunned down, ought to put us everyone to shame. Them apostles, one said to the other, what an honor, men, that the Lord has counted us worthy to suffer for his name. His name. That phrase there, his name, comes from a compound Greek word, which means a name that we know. Can I say to you tonight, what a name. I'm glad I know that name. I remember years ago we used to sing a song. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Aren't you glad tonight that it's a name that you know? And I want to ask you something, Concord Baptist Church. Is it a name that you would count it an honor to suffer for? If it came time and it came down to it and you had to suffer for his name, is it a name you'd be honored to suffer for? Them disciples said, I count this an honor. Not everybody gets to suffer for his name. But look at their stance. The Bible said in verse 42, and daily. Now, wait a minute, preacher. Surely they took a week off. Went down to the preacher's conference, got some encouragement, read them a couple of good books, saw a psychologist. No. The very next day, here they come. The other night at work, Gabe dropped a trash can on his toe. Wasn't near as bad as your accident. Trash, but trash can on a toe. He called me and he said, oh, daddy. He called his mama. So, oh, mama said, I don't know if I can drive home. I think my toe's broke. I thought he'll make it. Just tell him to drive home. He'll make it. Mama, I'll come get you, sweetheart. I said, tell that boy to drive home. He can drive. Tell him to use the other foot. You got two feet. He come in the house. I said, let me look at it. And he does. I, I ain't making fun of it. He got a bad looking toe. It was, it was, it swelled up. It ain't broke, but it's got a big blue spot on the, on the nail, you know. I said, you going to be all right? I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be okay. I see these disciples the next morning. Boy, they went through a bait. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. I might have laid in the bed. Let my wife pet on me a little. Tell me how great of a guy I was. Give me a pep talk. <laughs> but these old boys, they said, well, we've got an appointment down there at Solomon's porch. I see them, don't you? James walks out. Where are you going, honey? Well, <laughs> I think we're going to meet down at Solomon's porch. Last night when we was walking home from the at beating, Peter and John said something about see you in the morning at Solomon's porch. Guess we better go down there and see if they're there. <laughs> so one by one, here come them old beating disciples back in, maybe even still bleeding. They said, well, what are we going to do? Peter said, I don't know about you boys, but I believe I feel a little preaching coming on. And the first thing you know, right down there at the temple, they're back at it, singing, praying, and preaching. 
And I love the phrase that is used. The Bible said, and they ceased not. They ceased not. I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but it's on my mind because I'm studying through Baptist history. The apostles ceased not, but they passed the torch to another generation that ceased not. And then they, they passed the torch to another. All throughout Asia Minor started to grow over toward the British Isles. Torch after torch after torch has been passed. Passed it on. Handed it on. And here we are now running what may be the final leg of this race. We've got the baton in our hand. Will we run worthy of those who have run before? The Bible said they cease not. Now note it. And daily in the temple and in every house they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ every day, every day. They would not be detoured. And in the end, what Gamal said ended up being true. As he looked at that Sanhedrin and said, if this is God, of God, you can't overthrow it. And guess what? They did. Here we still are. The church of the living God. May it forever be said of the Concord Baptist Church. And they ceased not. You'll see the power of persistence. Right now done. You'll see the power of persistence. Go down there sometime. Stand on that bridge. And look at that big rock that's split in half right below the bridge down there. And it's smooth on both sides. Water did that. Now, you can hold water in your hand, pour it out. It, no, you don't never say, oh, boy, that hurt. No, it's just soft and smooth as it can be. Go down there to the river and pick up a smooth river rock and hold it. At one time, that was an old jagged stone. You know how that became a smooth river rock? By persistence. The river just don't quit. Keeps flowing. Keeps flowing. Day and night, it don't quit. And all of that is accomplished by persistence. The devil wants us to quit. But the way we'll accomplish things, Brother Colton, is through persistence. I want it to be said of me when I finish this course, Bradley ceased not. He kept on. He was persistent. He kept doing He kept preaching. He kept doing right. He kept living a life. He ceased not. Persistent. Boy, these apostles, they've, they've really riled some folk, ain't they? But you know what I'm noticing? We're up to the 6th century right now, <laughs> studying Baptist history and Bible college. You know what that bunch of Christians did in the 6th century? There's all these Christians in Asia Minor, what's now Turkey, that were sending out missionaries. You know where that bunch of Christians sent missionaries? To Rome. (laughs) 
Y'all understand now, the Catholics hated them. So what they do, they sent missionaries to Rome. They said, let's see if we can't win the Pope. That's persistence. That's ceasing not. That's spreading the gospel to the whole world. That's our job. That's our job. It's in our hand now. What we do with it is up to us. Kimmy, have you ever ran in a relay? I know you, I knew you run a lot. Relay. Y'all see that girl jump hurdles. I've seen her one time. It's like a gazelle. It's just it's like the hurdles ain't even there. When you run that relay, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Really, the most important part of that thing is passing that baton. Because you drop the baton, you can't run. You can be the fastest team on, on, you can be the fastest team on the track. But if you come across the finish line and you ain't got the baton, guess what? You're disqualified. You've got to have the baton. It's been patched off. Well, here we are as Bible believers. Don't pay no attention to that bunch of liberals that believes in a different Bible and all that mess. They ain't got the baton anyhow. The baton has been passed to us that believe the Bible. We're the ones with the baton. What is the command? Run. Run, therefore. Lay aside the weights and the sins which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. How? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, Endured the cross, despising the shame. That's our job in 2021. We've got the baton. We need to press toward Calvary and run like never before. And let it be said of us when we come across the finish line, they ceased not. They ceased not. Let's stand our feet. Father. Lord, you helped us tonight to preach. You've helped my heart tonight through the 